Before we get started, After the Monuments is proud to receive support from VCU Massey Cancer Center. Massey Cancer Center wants you to imagine a future without cancer. All it takes is one, a revolutionary idea, a promising clinical trial, or a new breakthrough. See how Massey is developing new approaches to prevent and treat cancer for every person in every community. Learn more about this future for everyone at MasseyCancerCenter.org. Before we get started, After the Monuments is proud to thank Team Henry Enterprises for their support of our show. Team Henry Enterprises is a black-owned contracting firm specializing in office, retail, medical, multifamily, and higher education construction of all scopes and sizes. In the wake of the George Floyd protest, Team Henry is the very firm contracted by the city of Richmond to take down the Confederate monuments in Richmond and by many other municipalities to remove other Confederate monuments around Virginia and throughout the Southeast. Learn more about Team Henry and how they can help your community rebuild, renovate, or design at TeamHenryENT.com. I'm Kelly Lemon. And I'm Michael Paul Williams. And welcome to the After the Monuments podcast, where we look at events and news about race in a historical context and see how, too often, history repeats itself. Welcome to After the Monuments, a real talk about race. Michael Paul Williams, Kelly Lemon. I personally am extremely excited about this next guest, um, because we we grew up together. I know him personally, but more important, I am just excited about the work that he is doing right now within the community, around the nation, and all over the place. Devon Henry is our guest today. Welcome to After the Monuments, Devon. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kelly. And I, and I have to let the audience know, uh, Team Henry is a sponsor of the After the Monuments podcast. Um, not the reason you were on the show. Your story is why you were on the show. But I wanted to acknowledge and say a personal thank you. It makes sense. The man that takes down the monuments should be one of the people that is not only on the show, but can be recognized as a sponsor of the show. It so thank you. makes perfect sense. Thank you. I'm, I'm proud to be a sponsor. Yeah. So, Devon. So, um, uh, I mean, let's just jump right into it. If you are... Not familiar um, with um, what has gone on nationally, but more so in the Richmond region over these last two years with the death of George Floyd. Richmond became a centerpiece of um, conflict and um, racial um, justice as our monuments on Monument Avenue um, were a center focus or a centerpiece of um, of a protest of um of kind of reclaiming yeah. of um, so many different things. And um, you were there. I mean, right there in the middle of it, um, as authentic as you could be. And I think that that's what really makes this dope. So I'm going to let Michael Paul start off with any questions, and yeah, then yeah. I'll, I'm going to start adding yeah, them in. Yeah, so, yeah. that's All right. Um, I want to hear more about this origin story here. Um, tell us about yourself. Well, I, I grew up in Newport News, Virginia, um, where Kelly and I were, were talking about the connection was that our, our parents both worked in the McDonald's Corporation. So my first job was obviously McDonald's when I was 14 years old. So never was a stranger to hard work, never was a stranger to, hey, you want something, you got to go work for it to get it. Um, so my mother made sure I, I, I worked, and the first store or restaurant that I worked in was in Yorktown that had this 57 Chevy and and just got to know a lot of people in that Yorktown area while I was from Newport News. But just um, and then my mother and like I said, Kelly's uh, dad and 
they just grew uh, into a relationship. And as a result, we were the byproduct of that relationship. <laughs> um, and we just, every time we would see each other, it, it, was, it was always... Maybe not one time. Yeah, that one time. Don't you guys talk about that one time? For the most part, it, it was always love, and, and and I've always been a fan, her biggest cheerleader, uh, um, cheering her on and, and supporting her in all her her endeavors. And vice versa too. Yeah, I mean, again, I never thought this dude would be the person that is making such an impact for um, what's going on with us with uh, racial healing. So, so what? What did you envision yourself doing when you were working at McDonald's? Um, <laughs> what did you see as your career path? Yeah, so I was actually at, I attended Norfolk State University where I'm shameless, shameless plug, but mm-hmm. proud HBCU alum and, and currently uh, chair the Board of Visitors at Norfolk State. But while I was uh, matriculating uh, through Norfolk State, I was a biochemistry major. And so I thought I was going to be a physician. And want to uh, to be a doctor, and and um, you know the organic chemistry started <laughs> taking its toll on me, and and realizing the 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 more work and school that I, I was like, ooh, school, more school, more school, and more school. Um, maybe there's another path for me to to do something. And and as I when I graduated. Um, I went to work for a little company called General Electric, and they got this little meatball that that, uh, that they have on there that I wore on a shirt. But it was at GE that I, I learned more about um, me, learned more about what I what I like, um, and I did one of those um, rotational programs. So the corporate leadership programs, um, highly coveted. A lot of folks want to be in that program. Somebody saw something in me that I'm eternally grateful that they did because it was a truly a training ground that some of the, the best and brightest have been there. Jack Welsh, Jeff Immelt, the, the chairmans, you know, we had access to these people going through these programs. And so as I stumbled upon the infrastructure uh, uh, division and was traveling all around the country, building things and, and designing, yeah, I kind of like this. I like seeing something on paper and then bringing it to life. Mm, mm. And that's kind of how I got into construction 16 years ago. I was about wow. to ask when Team Henry started. So, yeah, yeah 16 yeah. years ago. 16 long years ago. Um, and if you, 2006, right? So if you can imagine what was happening, six, seven, eight, you, you got to start in a business. You put everything you got into this business, um, every life saving, told your wife, hey, you got to believe in me. She leaves her job. She was working at MCV. Mm-hmm. And she says, all right, I got you. We go do this thing. And, and then it's the, the, re- the recession, the, the bottom mm-hmm, fell out, right? Mm-hmm. So we just had to regroup, rethink about what we thought we wanted to do. And, uh, and then, you know, we started going more into the federal government work. And, and then just building upon that and, and pivoting, right? And anything in business, right, you think you got a plan. Mm-hmm. And then you say, er! Yep. You got to go this way. Yep. And, and it, it's not always by choice, right? It's, it's a lot of times by circumstance. Mm-hmm. And the circumstance that we had was just, it was the uh, huge recession. And, and you know, folks had to to pivot and figure out what, you know, how are you going to save or, or uh, what you started to build? Yeah. And I had my, my daughter at that time, too. So it was definitely a tough time. And, and Team Henry Enterprises, before you started taking down the monument, yeah. was, I mean, you, you had national clients. I mean, you were not just in Virginia. You were all over yeah. the nation, right? You know, it's interesting you should say that, Kelly, because mm-hmm. it's funny when, when a lot of this stuff started happening with the monuments, 
you know, folks looked at me and my company as a fly-by-night kind of, this guy just came in and did this thing and took all this and did all that. But we had been in business, you know, for for quite some time, had generated a, a reputation um, and clientele, and um, we had offices from Miami up to New York, mm. right? So we were pretty much working the whole eastern seaboard prior to COVID. Um, but, yeah, I mean, every, every um, um, agency within the, the government, the federal government we work for um, is a client, the Department of Transportation, Department of General Services here in the state, and then some big clients like J.P. Morgan Chase, McDonald's, um, a ton of local developers here. And then one of our big things is that, you know, the work that we've done on the university campuses um, from Virginia State to University of Virginia, Norfolk State, um, Virginia Tech. Yeah. So we, we, we've been busy. Yeah. I love to brag when I go to UVA and be like, yeah, my homeboy built the hospital. Yeah, my homeboy built Talk this. To him. Yeah, Talk my to homeboy him. built this. You know, like especially, in, and we'll get into this in a little bit, being um, a black um, alum from the University of Virginia, that's not something that most of us can brag about. Yeah. Um, and so it always feels good that I can brag about that for you. Um, my question, and I know the answer, but can you tell me about that call, mm -hmm. that first call that you got asking, would your company be able to take down these monuments. Yeah. And how that first call went. The call. The call. Right. <laughs> the mm -hmm. call, right? The call. The, the call that that kind of turned this our world upside down in, in some sense. It actually was from um uh Clark Mercer, who was the chief of staff for uh the okay. former governor North Northam. And um prior to that. My, I was in meetings, and I had, like, all kinds of messages on, on Facebook, on text messages, calls, and then folks just, um, I'm looking at my phone, like, what, did something happen? What's going on? And what it was was Clark was trying to, to get to, mm -hmm. to me, right? And so it was like, he had called me and left me a message, and I, obviously I was in a meeting. It was like, you need to call this guy back. You need to call him back. And I, I knew who Clark was. So when I called him, he said, Devon, hey, we're going to do something. We want you to be involved. Matter of fact, we want you to do it. We are going to take down Robert E. Lee. Mm. I was like, "Woo, mm. <laughs> wow, mm. um, okay." And this is on June fourth, I mm. believe, of twenty twenty. And I said, "All right, let me uh, let me think through this." Are you sure you you're, you're up for this? Um, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Let me let me think through this. Let me figure out, you know what. I mean, just a lot going through my mm -hmm. head at this time. Not just the, and what folks fail to realize, it's not just the, the application of the removal, right? Yeah. It's the logistics, it's the energy, it's the environment, it's everything else that's going on. The, the, the construction part is what we do every day. We know it. Mm -hmm. But it's everything else that you're, you're trying to think through and you're, 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 you know, you're remembering what you read and what you've seen in the newspaper, in the news about other instances where they've taken down statues. So all that's playing in my head. And I say, Hey man, give me some time. Let me, let me, I'll call you back. Um, few things that I wanted to make sure I did. I wanted to make sure I talked to my family, you know, my kids, um, my wife. I also wanted to make sure that the team, that our team and team Henry, 
you know, that everybody was okay with what we were about to do because it's literally going to change things. Um, and so talk to the wife, talk to the kids. You know, my kids are like, Dad, you, you never ask us about, you know, projects. Why, why are you coming to us now? And I said, well, this is a little different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my son, you know, who was 11 at the time, was like, you know, you're going to be— you're always going to be my hero, and I think this is special. Right? So when you say That's a little it. different, what, what did you? What do you mean? When in regards to taking taking these, when you're telling them, when they're saying, you know, yeah. why are you asking us this? Yeah, yeah. What, what, so I told them there are statues in the city of Richmond that for decades folks have been take been trying to to get to come down, and for whatever reason or not, they have not. And there's a lot of energy on both sides about them either staying up or coming down. And I said, things could potentially get a little crazy. You could probably see your dad in the newspaper a little bit more. Um, And mind you, we were coming off of the the memorial project at UVA, Memorial to Enslaved Laborers. And so we had received very, very solid and and positive press. I said, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a lot different than, than that. And, and they understood as I was explaining to them, and I don't think they, as I didn't, truly understand the full, you know, total gravity of what was at stake. Um, but they were in. Mm-hmm. And my wife, she was in. The team, most of them were in. Um, and so we what, just had to work through that. So what were the concerns? What the, what the ones who weren't in, what were they saying? Devon, what are we doing? This is, this is... Some didn't agree with it, right? Um, so didn't agree with it from a philosophical standpoint or thought I ain't getting in that cherry picker for somebody to take some shots at me or something? Both. Both. Mm-hmm. Both. You had folks that were, that, were, that were there that felt like philosophical, philosophically mm-hmm. <laughs> they did not agree with it. That were there. That were. <laughs> what was their problem with it philosophically? Well, one one guy says he's a history major, mm-hmm. and he feels that history should be history and remain as what it is for you in its in its current sense or state for you to be able to learn from it. You say that about any building that's taken down. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Everything has yeah. history. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't agree on it, um, um, and and he was the you know the main person that, that didn't agree, and and there were some that just said, look. This is not, you know, something that we're totally with, but we recognize this is a contract. They looked at it from a more professional side, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to do this because it's my job, right? Not because I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Me, Devon Henry, a black man, you know, yeah, I'm a black man that understands that what these statues and monuments have represented for years. So, yeah, I want to see them come down. And to be the, the folk, the guy that kind of leads that charge? Shit. Yeah, it's, it's I, I, I hear their concerns about the, the history. History is not this static thing that, like, stays put and never. What you all were doing was historic. Yeah. So the idea of being a part of history did not have any appeal for the people who were like, well, this is history. I don't know if we should take these down. <laughs> Zero. Probably could never even think they about could, it They that couldn't way. get past the, the, their initial thoughts to get to the point of where we are today. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, did it did it get um did it ever get heated as far as no, we should not be doing this? No. Okay. No. We didn't have to go there. Okay. What did you think when were you surprised at how many I mean the narrative is other firms would wanted nothing to do with this. Yeah. Um either for philosophical reasons or for safety reasons. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that? And what do you think was the predominant hesitance? Was it philosophical or did, safety? Did any other firms for, reach for out other to you? Firms. Yeah. So, you know, that's such an interesting question. And honestly, I can understand, you know, that the blowback, the potential loss of business, and, and the biggest part is your safety, yeah. right? You got to remember, in New Orleans, there was a man that they blew his car up, right? Because he was the guy that was supposed to take down the statue. And that's what, you know, folks are showing me. And um, But as, as, as you think through this, and this is where I'm at, you know, folks can label me what they want. But I'm, I feel pretty confident that if I did not do that at the time that we did it, it would still be up today. Mm. Mm. I just feel that way because no one else is willing to step up and do it. And I had folks that we have done business with for years, years. I said, you know what, Devon, you do that. We're never working with you again. Now, we're, we're never working see, with you again. And listen, this, and then, is, this is beyond business. This, oh, is, this, is some, this is some personal stuff. Yeah. It's not professional. That, yeah. that sort of attitude. Yeah. And it's racist. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's straight oh, up racist. If yeah. you if you're gonna if no, I, I can't get with that. Yeah. So uh, that, so so one guy <laughs> that we've had coffee, breakfast, you know, talked about kids and everything, and he works for for a large firm in, in, in the city. He said, and and mind you, I'm being I'm being, you know, drug across the coals with regards to the things that they were trying to uh, uh, allege with me and, and the mayor. Mm -hmm. Um so when folks are seeing all this stuff and they call me Devon, look, I know what they're saying is not true about you because they called me. I say, well, hey, you think you can talk to the, the people about them calling you first and you saying no? Can't do that, but I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but know that I'm with you. Right. I got but, your back. I mean, you're not trying to Way tell, back. Way back. You're not trying to tell your clients how to do their business, and, but they're trying to tell you. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's that, that's problematic for me, and um, and, and it suggests that there was more at stake than the removal of a monument. Yeah, the, the, the mindset that, that that attaches such importance mm -hmm. to whether that monument stays up or comes down. Mm -hmm. There's there's more at work. Yeah, uh, yeah. up in the noggin. <laughs> yeah, up in the noggin. <laughs> yeah. So to to the point of when we're we're trying because clearly we couldn't do this alone, right? There. Are, there was a team of about 20 folks mm -hmm. that, that moved the, each one of these monuments across the Southeast with us, that stayed with us. Um, but you had folks that, you know, like I said, that we did business with on a regular basis saying, hey, you know, would you be willing to, to come and be involved in this, this uh, removal? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to do business with you. And so that's, that's what led to us extending the search out to other folks outside of the region to come to the region to help us take them down. Mm. And it was folks that helped us at the memorial 
that we had to call mm. in Wisconsin. Mm. And then the call to um, Connecticut for those folks to come help us. Because from Philadelphia, Maryland, D.C., Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, folks that we called, the folks at the city called, no one, not one, was willing to be involved. Black folk, too. Think of all the historic black neighborhoods. No one had a problem plowing a highway through. <laughs> Hello. Jackson Come on, Michael Paul. Yeah. 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 But yeah. we're talking about a monument. Yeah. And yeah. that's the bridge too far. That is the one. Yeah. Apparently. Can we talk, a, get, a, get a little bit, because we got, I mean, we could probably talk to you for hours. Yeah. And we don't have that. Um, your safety, though. Yeah. And your staff safety. Yeah. I, as a friend. Yeah. That's probably the thing that bothered most of us the most is, you know, well, where's he at? Because yeah. in all the pictures, I mean, you standing right there, you yeah. know, like, is he protected? <clears throat> we knew God got you. Indeed. Right? Indeed. But we were just wondering how you were protecting yourself and your staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, every, you know, those that wanted, we got bulletproof vests while we were on site. Um, those that asked, um, we provided any additional security. Personally, I had... 24-7 security at my house, right? Mm. Neighbors, like... This is America. What's going mm. on? Yeah. This is America. Mm. Yeah. Because your address leaked. Because they put my stuff out there, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, my daughter was, you know, extremely frightened to go outside. And it's crazy that, you know, to your point, this is America. It's 2020, 2021. And- and Taking she, down statues of people who fought against America, the American and, government. And fought for an institution of slavery. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, my daughter moved her, when she went to college in St. Louis, or she's going to college in St. Louis, and said she feels better. Yeah. You know, at one point she said, I, you know, I prefer just to stay at St. Louis. Mm. Oh, come on home. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, safety has always been paramount and what we, you know, and, and that's why the same group of folks travel with me and us as we take on these other monuments and other places. Because they know when I go in there to talk to the, you know, whether it's a mayor, a governor, or president of a university, whoever, they're very strict guidelines, very strict things that we have to have in order to do this. Mm-hmm. And there's no deviation. And they know I got their back, and they know that I'm, you know, I'm pushing for these things, and they know that they're not going to step on a site that these things hadn't been adhered to and that they feel a level of comfort doing what we're doing. The John Mitchell, and, you know, mm. we could get into it. Um, mm. <laughs> he said, a black man put the monuments up. I'm not saying the quote exactly, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a black when, man. So when the time comes, black man will take them down. What he said. Was that mean? Was were you aware of that history before you took the endeavor on? You know what, Brother Williams, I did not know about that, but just about everyone in Richmond made sure I did know <laughs> about it after you know my name was 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 put out there and, and everything. And and then when I started researching a little bit more, um, this whole process has just made me so much more um, eager to learn about my history. Mm. 
eager to learn about, you know, those that came before, eager just to understand, you know, what the hell was going on in this city at, at, at that time. But, yeah, I, 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 when I was up in the basket and we were, you know, getting ready to lift off Lee and, um, you know, I, I had the walkie-talkie talking to the Capitol Police and I tell them it's coming up. It's getting ready to come. Like, I know it. And by that time, we gotten pretty good at it. We won't, you know, we won't take a lot of time to get yeah. this stuff down. And so, yeah, just a chilling efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, like in my lead, yeah. I, I kind of contrasted to um, to um, Stonewall. Yeah, yeah. Stonewall right, right. was tough. We was out there, man. <laughs> and then I, was, I think my lead was something like what was so what was, what was surprising was how meekly Robert E. Lee surrendered. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was. Um, it, it just you know. The research and, and the 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 due diligence and, and the recon that we had to do, we got better at understanding the you know how they were built, who was the sculptor, mm. what what time period was it done, and and kind of looking for bolts, nuts, pins, whatever it was. So when I told when I when I told the um, our, our handler, if you will, hey, I we got all the the pins and I, I it's getting ready to come. In that moment. And I took a step back, and I was doing all this stuff, and it hit me like a bag of rocks. Mm. Just, whoa. Mm. Whoa. I mean, in, in hindsight, is, it was preordained. It's almost like if if it didn't work out this way because no one else wanted it or whatever, you, you, maybe you should have gone that route anyway to fulfill the prophecy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's justice. I mean, you know, we put them up. It's unbelievable. We take it down. I tell you a funny story when I first heard. So you you know we were when we once it came down, we were um, we were looking for a time capsule too, yeah. right? So and I mean and everybody was hell bent on making sure that this time capsule was found in a safe and in in a manner which you can recover the 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 items inside. So we found one, we knew where we had an idea. Of, we had an idea of where it was supposed to be based on um, information, but then we found one that was like. Up in the middle of the the pedestal, it didn't fit the description of what it was, and I was like, "Holy smokes! Maybe the black folk put one in there and said, you know what? The hell with this statue!'" <laughs> but I was disappointed that that wasn't what it was. But but let's stay with because you know, as we have done a lot of reporting um, from. Richmond Times Dispatch, and for those that are listening nationally, um, the Richmond Times Dispatch is 172 years old, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe uh, older than that. Um, And as I was doing reporting, like, it was awkward and made me feel a little way when I could say, the Richmond Times Dispatch reported. And I'm talking about stuff that was happening with Lee. You know, it's like... The Richmond Thompson Dispatch was there. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, the time capsule piece, can you talk about you also being there when the one that we wanted to find yeah. was opened up? Yeah. And then what feeling that gave? And I'm going to reference um, Dr. Cisha Joy Moon. Yeah. Because. Doc Moon. <laughs> yeah, she was in the Valentine, and she the Valentine Museum, and she came across um, Stonewall's, a piece of Stonewall's hair, and she touched it. 
And mm. she said she immediately got freaked out. Mm. She was like, I should have never touched it. I should have never been close to that racing. Like mm. she felt very icky and all of the all of the emotions of probably ancestors and all that yeah. stuff came out of her. Yeah. Did you have any feelings when that box opened up, knowing that these monuments are stone or brick or whatever, but these pieces of things were actually held by yeah. these people? So the, the, the capsules, yeah, they, they, for me, it was, it was different, right? It was, that was, a, I was contracted to do that, right? It didn't have a lot of emotion to me about what was inside. You know, inside. I knew that there were people that wanted them. I knew that there was, you know, potential, you know, valuable items that folks wanted to 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 be able to obtain, but it didn't ha- for me. It didn't have the same significance of taking it, the statue off of the pedestal. Yeah. Now, to your point about Dr. Moon, who I have a great great admiration for her and her sister, um, we have from every single one of these removals. Um, there's been a piece of a bolt, a pin, a nut, rubble, something that just happened to stay with me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I got a similar reaction when I was talking to an elder, and 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 I said, yeah, I got, you know, these pieces that you know some are really we got cleaned up, looks very museum like in some some regard, but she was like, why would you want to keep that? Like, what? Do you know what you know these things meant? Mm-hmm. For me, it represented the crumbling, mm-hmm. right? The dismantling. Like we these things we took off. This boat that I have right here is the boat that we cut that lifted that thing off and got him up out of here. It's history. I yeah. mean they, it's they, history. Have, they have um um the um Jefferson Davis statue at the Valentine in its current state after the protesters. Yeah. Um, redesigned him, and <laughs> and uh, redesigned uh, him. Yeah, yeah. And it's he's it's, cute now. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I, I said he looked like um an AKA member, and um mm. and um and Bill Martin. You Martin's so good. Oh, 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 Michael Ball. He got a lot of pink on him. Yeah, 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 And Bill and and he they kind of like oh don't go there. Yeah, they, yeah. they knew they'd heard it before. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's all it's all it's it's all history. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. we lived with those statues forever, and I'm I'm surprised that I mean that, that someone would feel revulsion at you having a piece of it. Yeah, and when I explained to them from my perspective, you know, this is how I, how I viewed this and and viewed the piece. Um, but you know what's interesting? So we 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 moved the 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 Davis to the to the Valentine. Mm-hmm. And those folks have been very great. They they have a, a very conflicted history as well mm-hmm. they that sure they're do. embracing, yeah, right? They sure are. It seems yeah. it seems to me that they're embracing it. Yeah. Um, and the staff has been great. But yeah, we we set it up the way that they did. One of the things that I I think is important to know is that a lot of folks we we've been from Louisiana to you know Florida to here <coughs> asking us to to do this this work, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's, and you know, we'll, we'll entertain it. But there's some that say, we want you to put it back up somewhere. Like, here, take it down, put it up over here, and then we'll pay you X whatever to do it. Pause. Get it out, Michael. What's that? You got to cough again? Yeah, yeah we're, no, we're pausing no. for a second just oh, so you could cough. No. Okay, okay, all right. 
Go ahead. But the but the point is, I don't do I won't do it. Okay. So to to the point we were just making about how the Davis is being displayed now, I told them I wouldn't move it in there if you plan to put it on a pedestal. Mm. And they were like, no, we want to show it how the protesters took it down in this pink and green. <laughs> <laughs> in his in his real yeah. real pretty stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I want to get into because I, you know, I, I know again we're on a, a a time crunch, and I want to make sure I get uh, this point out. Charlottesville. I want to get into Charlottesville. Okay. okay. Um, we, not we, celebrating its uh, fifth anniversary of two things. Um, this week of um, the monuments being taken down in Charlottesville, yeah. and then coming up in about three weeks, um, the Unite the Right rally. Yeah. Um, I want to. Did you have involvement in Charlottesville's? Statues. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, talk a little bit about that. And more so, you also built um, the ensl- the monument to enslaved laborers on the University of Virginia's campus. Feet, I mean, feet away from where the tiki torches <laughs> were lit. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited that Michael Paul and I will be able to enjoy the space and do some interviews from there and the importance of literally looking behind <clears throat> us to know that that's where yeah. racism happened by some University of Virginia alums. Mm. However, the university has taken charge of, of, its, of its wrongs yeah. with this. Yeah. I remember when that <laughs> happened very distinctively, and I remember you were very, very troubled by yeah. what happened as— as if, as is everyone, right? That should have been, um, except for the folks that said there were fine people on both sides, right? Mm. So mm. when I think about Charlottesville, I think about a very, very um, cool place that has embraced me yeah. for the work that we've been doing. Yeah, we we built an extension on the hospital um, there, their uh, UVA hospital expansion. But the most meaningful project that we've ever done in our 16 years is the memorial to enslaved laborers, recognizing that there were slaves that built that university, right, that have been voiceless for centuries, right, and finally get an opportunity to to have some sort of recognition, and their descendants are there to kind of witness that, again, folks thought, you know, that would never happen, that the recognition would, would be provided for something that, that should have been for years and years and years. So, yeah, it was a special thing. I commend the university for, for the manner in which they did it. it you know, we've gone places where there's just a plaque. There's, yeah. there's just, a, you know, something in the ground, a brick. But, no, they put together and wanted to be intentional about the, the design. Everything is symbolic the the nature of the stone to the positioning of the stone again the most meaningful project the most meaningful work that we had the most meaningful project yeah. that we have done and it won every single architecture award you can think of wow. and it was on every front page of this and that in the architecture world when you went into this business yeah in 2006 did you foresee the social justice bent that it would take? Not a, no. Couldn't even see that far, right? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're just going to be building latrines and, and you know, <laughs> and, and diff- barracks and, and things like that for the federal government and, and, and roads and stuff like that. 
I had no idea that, you know, God would, would, would turn our course to where we are today. And, and, and we just so blessed to be able to, you know, we get a lot of calls from folks that want to do meaningful projects now, right? That from Richmond Hill to the, the, uh, the skip with project mm-hmm. to, um, you know, I'm heading just out to Richmond Hill after this. Yeah. So, so Pam Smith and, and, and working with some very, very talented people, but those, the work that we've recently done has put us in a position that, you know, we, to understand the true meaning of doing good work, mm-hmm. getting into good trouble, mm-hmm. and how that translates to to helping out our people. So that kind of made you like the go-to business. <laughs> look, man, look, I, I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. One memorial to social justice put up or taken down. <laughs> Or a one that's the antithesis of social justice taken down. So, 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 yes, um, um, the memorial was very meaningful, and and it, it has allowed us to 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 do other things that are extremely meaningful to not just us, but to the public. And I think that's important to end on. This very hard social justice work has allowed you now to like almost give back to the work that should be done and has put you in a position to be able to almost be the template or the guide Mm -hmm. to how we recreate these monuments and what a monument means and how we are paying recognition or homage to everyone that is part of American history. So, Devon, any last words from you as I know we got to go? Anything that you feel like, again, this platform, which is a national platform, however, majority of people are going to be listening right here from Central Virginia. Any last words? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm truly honored and, and very thankful stand and sit next to you, sit next to you, two people, two amazing humans that I, I think uh, uh, extremely, extremely um, um, fond of and, and that have done tremendous things. Um, so it, it means a lot for me to be here. Um, well, it means a lot for us to yeah. sit next to the embodiment of a prophecy. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. One thing I will say, and I, I, I wouldn't be doing what I do if I didn't, um, the question that kept coming up was around what are you, what the statues are down now. Like, you know, Devon, okay, that was fine. What, what does that mean? And we decided to do something to take it a step further and and we created a, an, an entity that around where we're talking about these social causes. So we identified 13 social causes, tied them to the Confederate flag, right? So each star from the Confederate flag represents a removal, and we tied that to a social cause, whether it's mental health, maternal and infant uh, health care, social justice, um, uh, LGBTQ, mm. um, HBCUs, um, voter rights, criminal justice reform, 13 different social causes that have impacted black and brown people mm-hmm. for decades. And so we've turned the monuments removals into a third, to the 21st century into the, what we call NFTs. Mm. And so we wanted to, it's, it's, a, it's doing a few things. One is teaching us more about this Web3 thing that I don't think we can avoid that's happening. Yeah. And that for our people to understand, here's ways that we can do. So it's an intersection between technology and philanthropy. So the goal is not for me, it's 
uh, I'm just the conduit because I've had this platform that, you know, folks have graciously put me on. Um, but it's for us to raise money for these nonprofits that are doing great things that just need, you know, some more funds to continue to doing the good work. Yeah. So Crypto Federacy is the, the entity, Crypto Federacy. Mm. Um, and um, the first thir- the 13 stars is what the first NFT dropped. And we're raising $13 million wow. to give to 13 different organizations. And we have different nonprofits on board already that are going to be reaping the benefits and bringing awareness to these causes and these issues that black and brown people have been dealing with forever. Wow. All right. That's, That's why me. he's my friend. But also, again, as Michael Paul said, I mean, you're, I mean, just a prophet in the way that God literally this was his plan for you. And yeah. um, I'm excited to see what you take down next, what you put up next <laughs> and um, all the other things that you do with Team Henry Enterprises. So thank you, Devon, for being on After yes. the Monuments, a real talk about race, a real conversation about race. We talking about race with Michael Paul Williams and Kelly Lemon. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next time. After the Monuments is a Virginia Video Network production and produced by Matt Pacilli, Michael Paul Williams, and me, Kelly Lemon. Technical direction and editing from Bill Barksdale. Executive production from Paul Farrell, Diane Salvatore, and Paige Mudd. Will Royer provides studio support. Our artwork is by Krishna Mathis. I'm Kelly Lemon, and we'll see you next week on After the Monuments. Huge thanks to Massey Cancer Center for being our After the Monuments sponsor.